everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the supernatural. The next few weeks I'll be talking a little less about the supernatural and a little more about our heroes quest to become heroes, how they started and what keeps them going. This week's hero is Larissa Blintz. Larissa is the owner and operator of one of our favorite clothing companies in the world, Miracleize. Larissa started the company when she was super young and runs it with her mom and her family. It's so cool. Please welcome to your head and heart, Larissa Blintz. Here we go. We are recording. Um, hi. Hi. <laughs> so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I'm such a fan. I'm so excited to be here. And Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. I just have to tell you, I've been dying to tell you is um, like, you know, sometimes, you know, usually you'll see like a piece of clothing from the past and somebody else will have it in a different size. And you're like, that's my dress. Like, that's my dress. Like, how did they get that? And it's just like a running theme throughout your life. Like, that's my dress. Like, I didn't know they made it. That's my, it just is my dress. Um, and you're like, I don't know if it's seasons or you're, is it the miracle? I don't know what that dress is called that you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dress. And like, it's just like, I've had dreams in it and I've dreamt about it ever since before I ever saw it. And I have like, um, a homemade one from the sixties, like kind of similar to the, the colors or whatever. But it's like, when I saw that, on the computer, on the computer, on, you know, on your site, I was like, I, I like did a double take. I was like, no way. Like, that's amazing. Just, just dreams are coming true. Um, and then, uh, and then also you had like one of my favorite bands and favorite people, um, do, do your, uh, do a, what's it called? Um, a photo shoot with you. Um, moonwalks oh no not moonwalks um what's they called that's their other band um shadow show yeah yeah and uh, i love both those bands but we went on tour with moonwalks and i just love detroit and i thought that that was so cool um and yeah and so when this whole thing came around last year um i quit smoking and i was like if you make it a year you're gonna buy a marigold dress like like it's just gonna happen and so that when i uh it was so weird but when i had you booked for the you know whatever the first time that was like a year and i was like oh my god everything's coming together so it's like yeah so thank you thank you for being the maker oh thanks but thanks for being the maker of the magic dress that like, you know, kind of like the, um, well, it's like a magic fairy. I've just been following my whole life and finally it's real. Um, That's amazing. I love hearing that. Wow. (laughs) That's so cool. Um, and I guess, uh, I just wanted to tell you how big of a fan I am. And, (laughs) but I also, um, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, for you specifically, why I wanted to bring you on this dark and evil podcast filled with nightmares and horror stories <laughs> is that, uh, can't remember when cause time is hard to remember, but, um, I saw that there was this, um, like ask, ask anyone in any industry 
a question and get an answer, like something, like ask, ask a waitress something that you, you bet you didn't know about waitresses. And somebody asked um, a designer, uh, what's one question that you never get that you should always get? And the person said that each piece of clothing is made by a human. And that blew my mind. Like, I don't think people know that, you know, like, Definitely. yeah, yeah. like every single piece of clothing is made by a human. And that's so much clothing, <laughs> like that's so much. And so I guess I just wanted to talk to you because it seems like you, you take that personally it like and you you your clothing company does such a good job at, in the most extreme way of being run by family um and cool looking and using awesome fabrics but i wonder if you could just discuss that like just from that little from someone that doesn't know that all clothing is made by a human to like all the things you guys do that make that so special and important yeah, I definitely, I think a lot of people just think like, I don't even know how, what even happened. I think it's more of like fast fashion, kind of like skewed people's perceptions of how much work goes into making a garment. And also that it's just like made by humans. Um, yeah. Even the stuff that's like made in a sweatshop out factory and there's like 200 sewers, like it's still technically handmade because like- yeah making it you know um I think just the process is a little different so um what kind of sets brands that are very small and have like either they make everything themselves or they have a very small team of sewers like five sewers or something what kind of the process between that the difference between that and like a really huge factory yeah um is that in a really large factory, there's one person that is only like sewing like the cuff on a sleeve. So they're just sewing like cuffs all day. So like in that garment, like 200 people touched that and made that. So wow. there's, not, there's not really like any, like, let's say just like love in the, in like, yeah. the, it's kind of like, you know, you're not even thinking and you're just kind of like doing that one cuff. And so what happens is like the quality is not very good because it's just like you're just doing a job. And right. then with small brands where where it really is different is one person made the whole thing. Like one person right. made all like 200 scenes. Like they did all 200. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. And took like five hours to make that one thing wow. and a team of just like you know what I mean so it, I think yeah. that's really different because then you know but yeah it's all handmade like every piece of clothing has been through like human hands and like there's no machine just like sewing these yeah things. I didn't know that honestly like yeah. even underwear I just kind of thought like you push it together here, you push it here, you push it here, you put a hole, you put a hole, and then it's underwear. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. And then when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, like, wow. And so then there's the whole um, the the whole gamut of that. But um, I guess from, I guess it makes so much sense the way you do it. Like, but how do you, like, are you constantly design designing things in your mind and constantly, like, what do you spend a lot of your time on? Um, honestly, I think I spend the majority of my time packing. And okay. 
mean, honestly, for orders, like, yeah, I feel like at times, like, I know I'm the owner and designer, but I'm just often I'm like, I'm the packer of Miracle Eye, like, I'm the right. Sh- um, but yeah, every day, like, every day I have just like ideas because you know, we're surrounded by all these images and color, yeah. and like, we live in a very colorful world, like, there's like, yeah, and flowers everywhere and plants and like everything like even just like a, a rug like there's yeah. rug, you know so I feel like every day I like I live in a very like my brain is just so like color driven yeah um, how do you how do you like for me I'm I'm similar in that I'm like a melody kind of guy I'm like a, a phrase so I can I put like notes in my phone like how do you do you take pictures of stuff or how do you like what's your way of keeping um your inspiration so you don't forget it honestly the notes app in my phone is just like a fucking hot mess with like all these (laughs) like red pink ad fringe like just that but i know when i look at that yeah yeah that's the thing that i wanted to make into a two-tone romper with two-tone fringe like yummy (laughs) (laughs) because i was out and then to say like tag rug like if I go to the flea market and then I see a shag rug in this like really amazing color palette and I was like wow I didn't even think of these two colors going together that they would look so good I'm like I should make this thing that I already make with this kind of palette and it's like you know yeah yeah so for you you get inspired by sight but you can remember by just writing um that's impressive (laughs) I like yeah I I don't even write a lot. And I always tell myself like, wow, if my, like I, my whole life, my whole life is parred by my memory. So if yeah. I lose memory, I'm like, I'm fucked. Cause everything's just like in my head. <laughs> totally. I know that I, I totally, I'm like obsessive um, journaler at times. And then when I'm not, I'm like obsessive, sad person. Cause I'm not journaling, but I totally get that. But everyone has their own way of doing it. And obviously yours is working. Um, so you just have, you have a new storefront now. So, uh, yeah, we just moved. So we were at an, we were already at another space for, I think we were there for like seven or six years. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we outgrew it. We just needed yeah. Space, which is cool. Great. Yeah, and then we moved to another spot, and yeah, it's it's more of like our production. It's like our headquarters. That's awesome. And then the way we did it before was it was half production, half like retail. People can come and shop. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna do again with this one. But obviously, wait till like the pandemic is over, and and then we can like start letting people in. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's so cool. Are you allowed to say where it is? Of course, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's in Solano Canyon. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's, like right by Eden Park. And- that's my favorite. Like, my heart is drawn to there. It's so weird. I I dream of um, Elysian, like, every day. If I don't, I, which I don't even understand what that means, but I, I just, like, long for it. Almost like, you know, like how someone used to, like, long for their horse or, like... <laughs> a lost love. Like I long for a lesion. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. What's that? You love the Dodgers. I do. I mean, my mom does, but my dad's like a, a Mets fan. So I'm kind of a Mets fan, but now I don't think so. The Dodgers are better. Um, 
they they're honest they don't cheat and i don't like i don't like people that cheat but so can you um i i read a little bit about it but i uh think you'll probably say it a little bit better um about how you got started or i read that you said that you got started kind of you were shy um and it was just something to like or if can you explain that <laughs> can you please explain that to me <laughs> um so yeah, it's kind of like a bit of a long story, but I'll keep it like very concise. But yeah, I started the company when I was 15. So I'm 25 now. So I was really young when I started it. Um, and kind of what, what kind of was the catalyst for creating the brand was I didn't have any friends. I was such a loner. So I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. And then through that, I just kind of like my already entrepreneurial spirit inside of me was like further unlocked. Like it yeah. was like, it was like brought more to the surface because I had all this time on my hands. And then the internet was like growing and, and like online marketplaces like Etsy and eBay. Um, and then my mother was already a sewer. So right. did you have a, sorry, a specific aesthetic that you were like, into like when I was a teenager, I was like crazy subculture, like queen. Yes. No, Kurt Cobain was my god. Okay. Not at all into the sixties. Like, okay, <laughs> started out very nineties. Like we made awesome. like little like velvet skater skirts and yeah. like, like black and white striped leggings. And, awesome. Yeah, it was very like nineties grunge. Like yeah, Jeff's Kiss nineties. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. And then just, you know, the brand is just a reflection of my interests and my life because it's really my life. Like I live this life. Like my home is, yeah. you know, I'm not, it's not just like I'm trying to make a quick buck off this. Yeah, year. totally. So as I just like evolved my own style, the business style obviously evolved, the designs became more elevated and things like that. So um, this is where we are now and who knows so what's cool. going, but this feels really good to me. Like I feel yeah. like- Maybe this for a long time. Yeah, if it's really, really a night like an amazing palette, and it seems like, um, it seems like it's really good for right now. I think it's like just the way I see things is I think it's so. I think people want to reflect the most happiest they can feel on the inside, and I feel like that it's California. You know, it's like, um, and who doesn't want to feel a little bit of California? Um, I think it's awesome. Uh, what What about your mom? Um, does she Does she dress like in dresses and stuff? So she was not this like vintage style at all. Yeah, through the years, um, she just. Like, because it's all she's been making, she'll just, like, make herself, like, jumpsuits. And so she'll just start kind of oh, yeah. wearing them. Yeah. yeah she kind of does, but she's definitely more, like, you know, not as, like, super colorful. She looks more of, like, the neutral palette jumpsuit. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love embracing it because she'll see, like, all of our customer photos and be like, fuck, I made that. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. And then she'll just, like, wear it. That's so cool. Does, um... Does anyone else work with you guys? Yeah. So it's my mom and my aunt. And then we have another person. Her name is Luciana. So we have three sewers okay. and they're all women and they're all Latina immigrants. And then my dad also helps um, at the shop too, just with like packing and like legal stuff. But That's yeah. so cool. Is your, 
I'll say, is your aunt your mom's sister or your dad's sister? My mom's, yeah. Cool. That's so cool. What an amazing, amazing story. Uh, where are, where's your mom from? She's from Colombia. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's so cool. That's amazing. Did, like before now, did you ever get to go there? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Dang, that's my dream. Like my dream since I was a little kid is Colombia and Vietnam. Like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I've not been, but yeah, those are my two dreams. Like, I just think it's, you know, all the secrets of the universe live in Colombia. Um, so cool and so important. Uh, where's your dad from? So my dad is born here, but his family is from Mexico. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. And I've been there a bunch, too, of course. That's so cool. Have y'all been at all this last year? No, we have done okay. no traveling. Okay. Yeah, they, they literally can't. Like, they were just so at risk, you know? Yeah, totally. Are you, do you guys live together? That's not my business, of course. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So we, I was living with them. And then um, when I was 20, I moved out and got my own apartment, which is yeah. where I live now. Um, just because... It was just a lot. Like, I think. No, totally. (laughs) I think that a lot of people move out, you know, a lot later in their lives, like 25 or even some 30 and zero judgment. I'm just kind of like saying what this. Yeah. But those people don't wake up, have breakfast with their family, drive to work. Oh, there's a family again. Yeah. Oh, have dinner with the family, go to bed, wake up. Okay. Family. Just no breaks. Yeah. it's like I because I see them every day like yeah. every single day Monday through Friday I'm with my family yeah coming home having my own space is like I really need like that that boundary you know no, totally yeah for sure I just wasn't sure if um like just because of uh coronavirus but I guess you guys are in each other's bubble anyway so like yeah. even more reason to be apart but <laughs> yeah I'm with my um family because of coronavirus so I was like Oh, but, um, and so, okay. Uh, more importantly, uh, you got a dog. Uh, what's, tell me about the dog. Tell me everything about getting the dog. <laughs> Driver real fast. Yeah. Linda. <laughs> Come here. Okay. This is Linda. Oh my God. Hi. She's so <laughs> cute. So how old is she? So um, the shelter didn't have a lot of info. Yeah. They told me she was seven, but I think she's older. I think she's like 12. Dude. Yeah, I think she's a lot older. Yeah. Let me show you mine real quick. Let, I want to see if they can see each other. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, fuck. Hey, <laughs> you guys. Look at the fluffiness. Oh, oh my god. Can I take a picture? Go for it. Tommy. <laughs> oh my god, Linda has the cutest haircut. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, you're so bo- Oh my god. So when I got okay, well real quick is when I got my dog, they were like, um, They told me that she was like five years older than she was just to bear that in mind is, which is like, how do you even make that mistake? I don't know. So 
yeah so i've been like she's gonna die she's gonna die for so long and like oh she has cataracts she's so sick but like yeah she's not so i i don't know if it matters to you too much but i i might like maybe want to find out because it's you know our whole life we're gonna have is our whole life but their whole life is us you know so like totally, you yeah. don't want to be like are you okay <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i just like completely bug my dog but so when i'm sorry you said it but when did you get her oh so i actually got her i want to say like six months ago i got her during covid yeah yeah did you have to apply uh, sorry apply and stuff for it i did have to apply for her but there was no one else applying because she's an old gal. <laughs> no one wanted it's so cute. But I always wanted like an old dog and I've never had a dog before. So I was really? Like, yeah. Really? Did so you know like, you wanted her name to be Linda? No, I didn't. So okay. I knew that the name had to be something that could be pronounced like in Spanish because my mom doesn't speak English. Okay. And, um, uh, Linda. Yeah, so that's really easy. And then it's like Linda McCartney. That's so cute. <laughs> it was perfect. That's amazing. Perfect. That's so, she's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, I love Yay. her haircut. Yay, que linda. Que linda. <laughs> Yay. That's so cute. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah. I love you. I totally like stalked your Instagram. Just like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And my friend's like, that's, that's Linda. And I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. But yeah. Um, well, so you've been at, um, sorry, this is like, if <laughs> this is just like, tell me about you. I but, love it. Uh, no, no but yeah. So you've been at a, I used to live in a, um, uh, at a like clothing factory um back when I lived in Brooklyn and it wow. it was like active like at night and stuff and I'm just wondering if you've had any I mean an, any paranormal experiences at all but if you've had any in your you know now that you're kind of going into a new space big spaces usually feel a little goofy like have you noticed anything so you know I'm surprised I haven't because the building where our shop is or our headquarters are it's a really old building it was built in 1918 oh wow so it's like old Sorry. wow um, <laughs> but we definitely haven't experienced any any paranormal but at our old space yeah um my aunt and my other seamstress luciana both told my mom they didn't want to tell me because they didn't want to scare me then my mom told me they both told me that they saw like a little girl sitting on like our couch in the back where like our photo studio is, which is visible from like the sewing area. Whoa. Both sewers didn't tell each other. Wow. That they saw the girl. So they like ind like independently told my mom within like months apart. Yeah. So one of the sewers told my mom. And then the other woman who saw, like the other sewer who saw this little girl wasn't yeah. even working with us yet. And then within her first month of being with us, she just told my mom. And my mom was like, like Dang. the other sewer told me too, like six months ago. That's so crazy. yeah, I never saw anything, but I'm yeah. like, 
that's fucking damning evidence right there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it is. That's so, crazy. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, uh, I always wonder like what, what was that little girl doing? Just hanging, just kicking it. And like, yeah. And I, I can imagine not wanting to talk about it. Just being like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but it's like, you should have. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Do your, do your, I mean, your, your mom believes in ghosts and stuff like that. 100%. Yeah. She's yeah. very spiritual, believes in energy, you know, yeah. like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have that same belief in everything? I think more. I think I'm more extreme than her. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It, like, cause I'm not, um, I guess I would say like, I'm a first generation, like open-minded person. Like, What's it what's it like having your mom believe in stuff and then you get to take it from there? Like what did you take from her and what did you expand on? Um, so I know that in Colombia where she's from, there's this just belief of like which I guess is kind of people who are into like energy and energy healing and past lives here in the States or in the Western world. Um there's already like a belief within that community of you having a, like a spirit guide and it being your grandparents, like, like from five generations back or like your mom that died when you were a kid or something like that. Um, But in Colombia, it's really common like that when your grandparents die, they're just kind of like automatically with you as like the grandchild. And so my mom had that like very present in her life. And then her, um, her mother died when she was really young, like super, super young. It was like a tragic, tragic death. I won't get into it because you'll, you'll cry. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, So she has always had kind of like a belief of, like kind of like she she's always with her yeah so she always shared that with me when I was young and yeah. like, like my mom is with you so I already like I'm so lucky I feel grateful to have parents that are so open-minded because my dad is yeah. the same he's very open-minded mm-hmm. um just with like everything and they're also very progressive in thinking cool. like just like just in general like even with like LGBTQ and like all that stuff which I'm fuck thank god they're like that yeah that's awesome (laughs) Um, so I think once I grew more and learned more about like um like sending intentions and like like casting spells and like trying to manifest like manifesting and just like business money love friendship like all that I was like of course that's real because yeah I have already thought that these even more crazy things are real (laughs) yeah yeah do you like when you say manifest, like, do you, there's so many different kinds of manifesting, so many ways it looks, but did you see these things happening and then they came to be, or what's your, like, do you mind sharing your process of manifestation? Of course. Um, (laughs) I feel like I don't, I feel like I really, I'm not, I don't have this like thing where, I sit down and I'm like, I make a board or something. Like I know a lot of people have like put it into physical form. Right. Um, for me, something really, really, I think, I don't know, maybe it's just cause I just like then start working towards it. Yeah. But as soon as in my mind, I want to find something or I want, 
I want to reach a goal. Like once I've made that decision in my mind, yeah, I find that naturally, like it just really happens. Yeah. Um, like, so, yeah. so it's almost like I don't even have to do anything just as long as in my mind, I know that my intention is really to like make this a yeah. reality. Then yeah. it kind of just happens even when it's out of my control. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes I do journal, like at the end of the year, I always do journal. Um, but that's it. Like, it's just like on New Year's Eve, I'll, I'll set the intention for the year and I never touch the journal again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. I think a lot of, I think it's just, it's interesting to talk to people because for me, it's like, if I want something like, like nothing will stop me from getting it as far as like, I want to record a song like the house can be burning down, but I'll still be like laying down tracks. Like I just, it's not even girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It's reality doesn't exist. Like I got to do it. Like that's like got to do it. But there's other things that like, I'll wait like a million years before even starting. And I don't really know why. Um, But yeah, I guess I just like to talk to different people to see what they do. But um do you know like what your sorry do you know what your sign is what your birthday sign is yeah so I am Libra in like all of the like the main like moon sun and rising (laughs) oh wow that's a lot yeah Do do you think is that attributed to this quality of just like like go and get you is that a Libra thing I feel like we're Libras in general, I think in like almost just in general, every Libra I've ever met is like extremely entrepreneurial and like they're very also very charismatic. So when you're a charismatic person, you tend to just like get things easier for things that you do want. So yeah, I I feel very strongly. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Libra for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I only know like the signs I know, which is sort of stupid to say, but like the, there's only like five or six that I'm like, I know them so good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't really know Libra that well, but this, I'm excited. I'm intrigued. They're not um, common. They're really rare. I feel like yeah. I hardly meet them. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. Totally. What's your birthday? Um, it is September 23, which is the okay. same birthday as Linda McCartney. Oh, like, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to remember that because it's like, I feel like this year, I feel like I'm like drowning in Pisces and I feel like everybody's a Pisces. There's and a lot of Pisces, Like yeah. I never, some, yeah, it's crazy. So many. And I feel like, um, but whatever, that's just for me. So I'm just like, okay, I'll pay attention to Libra. But one thing I was wondering is just about um, like, cause there's so many obviously different clothing designers and so many different clothing powerhouses. Um, like I know that you have really good relationships with your fabric people, but I don't know what that means. And I don't know, like I, I, I didn't know that like you design the fabric, like, can yeah. you explain? I'm sorry, I really don't know anything. Can you explain what that means? Absolutely. Uh, so what we do is we, um, so I try and like be as sustainable as I can. Thank so you. what I do, yeah. That's so cool. That and makes, like, there's no other option. Yeah, gotta, it freaks yeah. me out a lot to think <laughs> once. Yeah, like once I heard that each clothing was like, 
weed, oh. I was like, dude, this world is going to just be like clothes. It's just going to like drop a thousand feet because it's going to be full of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So so what we do is um, we go to warehouses full of like these vintage fabrics and the kind of method that I've been doing that has been really successful for my company and kind of I feel like sets us apart is we will get um like blank cotton okay we'll get like a lot of it like thousands of yards and I'll look through for like hours usually it takes me like a full eight hour day and like of just going through these like stuffy warehouses and like feeling every sample and feeling every weight and like the color and the feel like is it soft is it stretchy enough is it too thin is it too thick um and then what I do is I get it printed I get it locally screen printed not digital because we want to be as authentic as possible um okay also more eco I feel like it's also just better because eco is so screen printing I feel it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably a bunch of screens because you have so many colors. Yeah. And so then we'll get it screen printed with our design. So like our marigold print, for example, I designed that and then I just. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. It's like it like changed my company forever. Once it came out with that, it like totally like changed every changed my whole life. Honestly, that print. That's Um, awesome. And then that I just had an illustrator help me with that and yeah. kind of bring it to life and, and then get it printed and get like thousands and thousands of, of these yards of this blank cotton, bringing, like giving it a whole new life, saving it from going to a landfill so and then cool. making like 12 things out of it, like jumpsuit, oh, okay. mask, bray, face mask, um, pants, jacket, you know, everything. So yeah. So you know d- yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> sorry. Out of the McCormick, I have, uh, like the dogs right here, but in my peripheral vision, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that was so scary. <laughs> Just like, what's that fuzzy thing next to me? And, um, yay. But, uh, so that's so cool. So you, so did you like start with, um, just in your mind, like how, how you, how you wiggle in your mind or whatever? Did you start with a design for the clothing or for the, um, fabric? So typically for um, the stuff that I get printed with our prints, I definitely do not design the garments. I design a print that would look good in a variety of sizes and cuts. So you want to design a pattern that would look really good as a face mask, but also in a full jumpsuit where it's constant, like every centimeter of your body is covered in it. And like, a little square yeah you did a good job of that because yeah some shit like does not look good like that big you know like totally yeah um at all i've noticed that with a lot of different things where it's like that'd be a cute like pocket but you don't look that good you know not to be totally yeah Um, exactly also a cool um how like size inclusive you are is that something that has like just changed or is that the way it always is I or you don't have to answer that at all (laughs) um no yeah yeah I it's something that I'm really proud about and I think sets us apart is um we're actually like the most inclusive even more than like a plus size exclusive company um because you can since literally since my first day 
open. Like since my first day of like inception of the company, um, we've always offered an option to have clothing custom tailored to your size. So if you have even like a XL bust and like an extra small waist and like medium hips, like we can literally make it just for you. That's so cool. Have like a, like any size bus, like a 50 inch bus, 50 inch waist, 50 inch hip, like we can still like nothing is off limits. Yeah. So I think that it's super um, cool and super you know, important because people, yeah. like, especially now it's like, there's so few ways to feel good and, totally. and you don't want something to make you feel bad. And if there's a way oh, that like, you can like, I hate that feeling. Yeah. yeah, just like show off what you want and not what you don't want. That's super cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's so <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and you also have sunglasses that are so cool. I don't know if they're. You do. Yeah. Yes. Do, do, are those uh, dead stock or do you make those? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I don't make them. Yeah. Hopefully one day that that's really expensive making yeah. <laughs> um, them. Also making them in the U S and not overseas. That's even more expensive. Yeah. But yeah, those are just dead stock. Yeah. No, they're so cute. Um, yeah, I was going to say something else, but I can't remember. Um, that's super cool. What a great like company and business and everything. Um, and you just brought out your new, is that for like springtime or is it just for fun? Honestly, people always ask me this and I don't, I don't even know what to say, but honestly, like I don't design based off seasons i don't yeah. have collections during seasons like i I've think put you have out, to you know yeah i just i've put out like like giant penny lane tapestry coats in the middle of summer and yeah. then <laughs> i noticed that I'm yeah like, i'll put out what Those i want cute. what i want yeah so it happens to be like really perfect timing yeah um, but i've had this like we've been working on that like collection that just came out yeah and, March. Um, we've been working on that since August of last year. Oh my so, god, that's so yeah. Cute. Like it was just so delayed because of COVID and my printer, and yeah, obviously I couldn't fly the girls out from Detroit until COVID restrictions were. You know, it yeah. Was- how did you? How did you meet them? So I met them. They're like my best friends. Oh, uh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I want them yeah. to sing on our. Uh, we're recording like next month, and I want them to be backup singers. Oh my god! You yeah, should, they would. Yeah, I feel like they would be so overjoyed to do that. Yeah. Do you sing? Um, I I guess I sing. I'm trying to do a musical thing right now with my friend because I play drums. No but, way! That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you should come so. sing with us when we sing it just I would love that yeah yeah that is so cool when they come or when they do it you got to do it too Mm -hmm. um I love like tons of people singing that's so cool but yeah so how'd you meet them so I met them um we met their Instagram um (laughs) like I want to say two or three years ago they were going to come to LA to um I think they had a show or something and they DM me. I didn't even like, I wasn't even friends with them. They DM me. We're like, Hey, like, like, we'd love to like collaborate on like a photo shoot or something. Like we're this like band from Detroit and we love your brand. And then I was like, I fucking love your music and your look done. Like, and then we met and it was like, it was like, you know, when you meet someone and you feel like genuinely like you were separated at birth, like you really yeah, yeah, yeah. that sisterly that rules. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. That's I so cool. Like 
that makes like anytime I'm like, I hate Instagram, it makes it worth it because it's like, totally. just don't pay attention to that part. Pay attention. To <laughs> but that's so cute. Well, I definitely want to hang out with y'all when they come back. Yeah, um, that'd be so fun. Um, and so well, you're, they're, they're, they want to move out here next year. So good. I'm they kind of should. I'm trying to yeah. Come yeah. <laughs> um, so and so you're working on music. Yeah. Well, um, I I was trying, but it's just been really hard because um, I was trying to put together like a group. But dude, every once I started doing that, I was like, holy fuck! Like my respect for groups, like music groups, went through the roof because it's like hard to get a group of people. Because everyone has lives. Like, everyone has their own shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, dedicate their time to practice, rehearsal, like, showing up for shit. Like, it's hard. So I couldn't do it. So right now, it's just my friend and I. And we're just going to try and be just, like, a duo eventually. Cool. Um, but, yeah, we have songs. Like, we, cool. we practice all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, when things open up, let's play a show together. I would um, love that. Oh, my God. We would love that. Yeah, that'd be so. It's just fun. like sixties pop, like exactly what you would think. Like, yeah, pop. <laughs> no, that sounds great. I'm like, I'm, I want, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready yeah. to play a show with you. That'd be so fun. I would um, love that. I would love that. Well, is there anything else that you would like to, um, you know, clear up the mysteries of, um, <laughs> you know, uh, clothing and fabric and being cool and and you know. And doing something about being shy instead of, you know, that's really, that's huge. Um, Is there anything else you would like to say? I don't really know. (laughs) Um, You know, actually, so I get asked a lot on, like, if there, if I have, like, recommendations. I get asked a lot by girls who see what Miracle Eye is and and what I do, and they're like, I, I want to do that. Like, I want to have a brand. I want to do all this. Like, can you give me tips on how to get started? Honestly, like the number one thing that I think is just the biggest thing is like, you have all these ideas, but so many, sorry, so few people like actually do the thing, like yeah. take the steps to get started. So I'm like, honestly, try and hold yourself accountable, like buy the domain for your company. Right. Spend the 10 bucks for a year for the make a Shopify like account, make the Instagram, set aside time to like photograph like whatever your vintage is or your jewelry or whatever you're trying to sell. Um, just like start taking little steps and you don't have to have like you know a launch date, just like really make those steps versus like having it all just like living in your brain and having this dream. It's like just like start doing it. That's like, I feel like once you start doing that, it just kind of, you just keep doing it. You know what I mean? No, that's great advice. I think that that really, that really is great advice. Cause you did, you did start off as just selling. You started off selling stuff. So you got Mm -hmm. used to kind of that exchange, like that energy exchange, that pressure, the, you know, having to deliver in a small way. And I think almost yeah. like practicing like like for yeah. soccer or football like you got to do the action and do the energy if you want to kind of get into it more and um that's really cool thank you for sharing that <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming here today yeah. um, it's so nice to meet you 
um, and I'm super excited to see everything you make. Yay! I'm so excited too. <laughs> um, I'm gonna press stop now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.